Professor Travis? Yes, Professor Will? Can I run something by you real quick? Uh, yeah, as long as it's quick. I'm kind of busy pouring all these different colored liquids into beakers right now. But what you got, man? Uh, you're gonna want to see this. You used to be four ordinary teenagers. Holy shit. I know. They were called dinosaurs. This is what we've been searching for, Travis. Indisputable proof of the theory of dinovolution. Intelligent alien humanoids who evolved from dinosaurs and can dinovolve back into their ancestral dinosaur forms. This cartoon, Dino Saucers. Sorry, what? Dino Saucers. This show is called Dino Saucers, and it has these dino aliens that travel to Earth. The herbivores are the Dino Saucers, and they fight the evil carnivorous Tyrannos. The Dino Saucers enlist. Come again? Dino Saucers. They enlist the aid of human children to help them in their war with the Tyrannos. Why? Let's watch the tune and find out. God, I didn't think it could be that bad. See, this is what happens, Professor Will. This is what happens when science goes unchecked. You were so preoccupied with whether or not we could watch dinosaurs, you didn't even stop to think if we should. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm so sorry. Today on the Days Past Tunecast, we're talking about dinosaurs. Dino what? Everyone to the Days Past Tunecast. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. Today's yesterday's animation is sadly <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, you bastard! I, I am truly sorry. You, I feel like there needs to be a memorial site for, for when we watched this show. Yes, we, we watched the debut episode of this thing. I watched it twice. I couldn't make it through entirely the first time, and I ended up doing something completely unrelated to the show by the end of both times. Painting figurines. Yeah, like, I was uh, fine. Trimming your toenails. I was doing homework for math class. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, anything but to watch this show. Yeah. Now, guys, this isn't going to be a piss fest. 95. This is going to be... We're going to get through the show. If you're a fan of Dinosaurs, I mean, I'm sorry for you. All all one of you. Oh, yeah, out there that are tuning in. So excited to hear about it. There are a few things to enjoy, I guess, about the show that I can... Sure. <laughs> sure. A side, a side eye when you do that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Pulling your collar, let the steam out a little bit. I was so excited to watch this show. I had had it in the docket for a long time. I had watched the opening a few times. It's got an awesome theme song. It looked crazy. It's dinosaurs. How do you go wrong? Oh, wait, maybe add aliens to it? Awesome. Spaceships, all these things. The characters looked cool. It looked like it was going to be a good show. Our Excel spreadsheet is so 
It's so deep. It's so fucking full. And we chose this. And this is what we chose. Well, because <laughs> on a paper. Deep, it's a deep roster we got on that Excel. It is. That Excel. On paper, this seems like this would have been great. Yeah. Because the concept is Dino Riders meets Planeteers meets Transformers <sighs> meets Land of the Lost or, or uh, what was it? Land Before Time. Yeah. Like that's, it seems like, hell yeah, this is going to be great. And man, was it not great. It was really not great. <laughs> and we're going to go into all the reasons why that's true. Before we let y'all know what happened in this cartoon, this first episode of the show, I'd like to give a tiny bit of background about it. Okay. Not a whole lot to say. It was produced by Deke, which we know is a Canadian Yay. company that was, for many people, it stood for Do It Cheap. <laughs> and they did this time. <laughs> Hashtag Filmation Part 2. <laughs> yeah, Filmation's brother. Well, yeah. Actually, they're the ones that competed with Filmation to do the real Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. You know, they kind of stole that glory away from them at the right. time, you yeah. know? We can do it cheaper over here. Well, they, I, I mean, how could you do it cheaper than <laughs> Filmation? I don't understand. I got, yeah, let, well, let, let me see your plans. What you, what you working with over Canadian here? actors. That's how you do it cheaper because you don't have to give them the same residuals yeah. as we've covered before. Yeah. It was created by Michael E. Uslan, or I think that's how you pronounce his name. I've seen that name around and I looked up why. He did create the show. He's a producer and writer associated with a lot of comics properties, mm -hmm. mostly it seems like in television and film and cartoons. Uh, namely Batman. He was a producer on the original Batman movies that were coming out in 89 and such. Yeah. Supposedly, according to Wikipedia at least, <laughs> he is currently working with a comic books company to bring the dinosaurs back as a comic book. My advice is don't bother. <laughs> There's no need. Don't waste your time. Just a yeah. megaphone. Just you, don't do it. Because well, the concept, you probably could do well. But if he, it's the same guy who fucked it up in the first place, I just, how could you get this wrong? How could you get this so wrong? They do have an awesome theme song, as we said. And guess who wrote this song? Van Halen? No. <laughs> Sadly, that's Van Halen. Yeah, get a little shout out. <laughs> No, this is yet another Suki Levy and Haim Saban joint. The same people who brought us Inspector Gadget, who brought uh, the, the, song, the music for Inspector Gadget, the He-Man theme song that we love so much, all these, so many good, good music songs. Just games. music songs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I learned to speak English today from a German to English dictionary. <laughs> the real ones, the original <laughs> the ones. The original ones. They they have written so many great songs. And I will say, this song is super repetitive. They will drop it. They drop it like 10 times in the episode. And there's only one lyric. Dino saucers. That's but all you need. every time, it's just it's as good. catchy as the last. It is fucking great. So good job on that. Um, Boy, they, they were gainfully employed back in the day with oh, all dude. these, man. I looked it up. Haim Saban is like one of the world's richest men. Wow. Yeah, he's he, he's, he's got white wealthy. tigers, huh? He's got white tigers and giraffes he's going got, on. He's got like pink tigers. Tigers <laughs> that were genetically <laughs> altered for his benefit to his pleasure. He's be, he's beyond that MJ money, huh? Oh, dude. Yeah. Wow. You kidding me? So let's get into it. We got to get into it. The plot. Dino Saucers, Season 1, Episode 1. Originally broadcast September 14th, 1987. Entitled, Dinosaur Valley. The Tyrannos discover a hidden valley containing both ore that causes technology to stop functioning and real, live dinosaurs, who they enslave via mind-controlling collars to use as weapons against the Dino Saucers. The Dino Saucers and their human allies, Paul and Sarah, stop them. That's it. Dino saucers. Every time I mention this show to anybody, 
they they fall asleep. They, <laughs> they well, if I'm they trying to explain, if I start explaining the episode, yeah, probably no, they just don't understand the name. The name doesn't make much sense. There's mm-hmm. no flying saucers. There's no. There's they're no not, cups. There's no cups. I, well, I thought maybe on a little plate. I know. Well, I like that was my joke. Was <laughs> dino saucers seem like what dino cats drink their dino milk out of? Yeah, you know. <laughs> like, but they. It's and when I think dino saucers, I think of dinosaurs that can change shape into spaceships. That would yep. be kind of cool. Crazy as hell, but why not? But no, it's not that. The concept is so relatively out there, and this pilot episode. The only explanation you get is in the opening, which is a great opening. But like, this isn't one of those shows where the pilot is kind of like just like here's episode two. Like this is actually just we're not going to explain anything. Yeah, it is so confusing I, the whole ha- time. You're going to have a lot of questions, and they're not going to be answered. No answers. No answers. Well, and the whole time I wondered if I had the right episode. Yeah, <laughs> I really wasn't sure. Yeah, no doubt. The basic idea of, of it again, the idea that there's aliens that evolved from dinosaurs. Weird, but cool. Sure. I mean, any any reason to put dinosaurs in a technologically advanced situation, I'm for it. I support it 100%. I'll always vote <laughs> yes on prop dino. That's your platform. Absolutely. It's mm-hmm. my platform. There's just some parts of it that just seem... They dinovolve. They they devolve. You, you, dinovolve. You with quote, major quotation marks. Not parentheses. Oh, quotation bad, marks. Parentheses would be these. Sorry, sorry. Quotation marks around it to real dinosaurs. But they retain their intelligence when they do that. So what is the problem? Why not? This is another situation of why not just stay dinosaurs? Because they're just as smart when you're the dinosaur. They can talk. And it's very weird to see them talking as dinosaurs. Yes. Like, because they look, they're relatively realistic compared to, like, Land Before Time. They're not as cartoonish when they're dinosaurs. So it's very strange to hear, like, hey, it's me, Aloe, coming out of a full-on Allosaurus <laughs> mouth. An Aloe Verasaurus. <laughs> <laughs> what is the point of them devolving if all they do is gain things when they devolve? <laughs> They go from looking like a humanoid dinosaur yeah. to that, and all that happens is they get stronger and they don't get any dumber. So just stay that way. Their cool space clothes don't fit. You're right. You're right. That, that is a big loss. That's it. That's the biggest these are, loss. These are the busiest character designs <laughs> I've ever seen. I thought they were cool character designs because there's a bunch of cool, like, ch- shit tons of characters on the cover. I had to go, like, spend some time in a sensory deprivation tank afterwards because it was so, like, my brain was so stirred up by all the colors on screen. It's so all the, like, with, they're with all wearing, Just wires. You're in there just with just wires. breathing and- deeply, imagining <laughs> a, a safe place. All these pouches and cables and shit that are on there. Why do they have clothes? I don't know. Come There's on. no answer to any of these questions. <laughs> All rhetorical. So the dinosaurs, I, I could barely get anyone's name right. I had to go look them up. Uh, I don't know if you printed off notes for this one or not. No. So to refer to. Yeah, no. it's not worth it. Not worth it. <laughs> so we're going to not be using a bunch of character names probably, just more like which dinosaur they are. But I I just, you know them by their, anno- this is one of the most annoying collections of characters we've ever had on this show. I'm more annoyed by these guys than the Moo Mesa characters than anything. More so by the villains, though. More, the, uh, yes. the villains get on top of you, man. Oh, man, really bad. Like a migraine. The fact that this is kind of speciesist, again, because you've got carnivores versus herbivores. Like, if you eat meat, you're naturally evil, which kind of makes me think this is like vegetarian propaganda. Oh. <laughs> kind of like, like PETA yeah. like, was secretly behind this. You know, that's a little message that we're sending the kids. The voices are not good. 
No. They are bargain bin, five for a dollar villain voices, especially. We can build a base here that will hold enough ships to conquer the whole planet and deal with those wretched dinosaurs once and for all. Maybe it's something that we could use for a new weapon against the dinosaurs. <laughs> they don't seem like they should be coming out of these characters. Even the main, what seems like, I guess, the leader of the herbivores, the dinosaurs themselves, Aloe, he ha he sounds like a detective or a old police chief. Aloe here, Paul. What's going on? A dinosaur can fight it. It's all over for you, Rex. That's all over. <laughs> and what are we then? Cheap imitations? My dino sensor says they're much further in. Hey, wait for me, guys. Where did you all go? If the Earth dinosaurs had friends like mine, no wonder they're almost extinct. He's the Eeyore of the group. And their voices change. They're not they're not consistent. They're not consistent. <laughs> they can't even keep the dumbass accents that they chose for the most part. I mean, like, there's the one that sounds like Edward G. Robinson. Yeah. Like the one that sounds like the penguin, essentially. Right. <laughs> totally steals Burgess Meredith's penguin from the old Batman days completely. Because that strange ore is stopping the engines in our small craft from working, duck face. the most annoying shit dude it's, it's very hard to listen to my ears i had to keep taking the headphones off and just like breathing because i just was like i'm being and just let assaulted. the blood out just yeah. let the blood out yeah i wanted to i wanted to let all the blood out after mm -hmm. watching this one. <laughs> oh no what do the rings do yeah what <laughs> Do the rings do? That's I don't know. I want to know. The magic rings that they gave the children because they work with humans. Apparently, there's four of them. They call them the Secret Scouts. We only see two of them in this episode, even yeah. though four of them are introduced at the beginning of the episode. And they are given rings that have globes on them. And they all have matching jackets, just like the Planeteers. Yes. The rings seem to let them jump around a bunch. I don't know, but they give them magic <laughs> powers is the way it's described in the synopsis. Acrobatic powers is, is yeah, all, magic all we can acrobatics. come up with. They're just there to be annoying. Like, I don't know how they really help the dinosaurs. They, they only do things that the dinosaurs could do. You've got Paul, who's the kind of nerdy kid. He's got glasses. And you've got Sarah. He does machines. He does machines well. Mm -hmm. He is a very good machine doer. They are being a little progressive because they've got an African-American boy and a girl as the only two humans in this. So, hey, good for them. Yeah. Uh, they're annoying as shit, I would say, and not very good at anything <laughs> necessarily. But they also, like, they pretend like they would be any threat to a dinosaur man. How could that be possible, even with magic rings? They're just jumping around. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> there's no there's no defense. There's no defense. We're just pummeling this thing. We have it on the ropes. We're just going to keep punching it, keep punching it. I feel like they did one thing right, well, at least one thing, aside from the... Sh the what, cancel it? The theme. Well, that was Ooh. the last thing they did, okay. right? Yeah. The Tyrannos arrive in a spaceship that is shaped like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> and it's really, it is. it looks cool. It looks kind of like it is a Transformer, yeah. one of the Dinobots. But it makes me think we've been going about space shuttle design all wrong. We need to be building spaceships that look like us. So that if we ever encounter alien life, they already know what we look like. That, and that's a good point. it just would look fucking badass. How cool would it be going into space in a Transformer, essentially? Yeah, that looks like you. It would look like it's me. It's got some skinny jeans. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. 
yeah, it looked awesome. <laughs> like, so we all get a spaceship that looks like us so that when you pass each other in space, it's like, hey, that's Will. Just some chinos and a V-neck. Yeah, fucking just yeah, bro. <laughs> flying through the comets. <laughs> like, just like, the fire is on the top because I have red hair. So, it's yeah, exactly. It's just like this dead-eyed look. <laughs> I feel like that's what we should be shooting for. Like, Elon Musk should be making that his new thing. You know what? Scratch your last platform. This is. I don't feel they're mutually exclusive. Oh, okay. I think I can keep both. Because I also have the platform of getting those kids back into Thundercats. That's important, too. You know what? You got a lot of platforms. I'm on 10 <laughs> layers of platform shoes, as it is right now. I don't know really anybody's motivation on the show. It's even worse, like, on Transformers, because it's the same setup as Dino Riders or Transformers in that you have two very clearly delineated species or races or whatever, and they're on either side, and they're from seemingly the same planet, or at least nearby planets, Transformers, they at least have the conceit of the Decepticons want to rule, and they're using up all of the resources on Cybertron. That seems to be the, the major problem. Like, right. there's actually a result of what they're, a consequence of what they're doing. Dino Riders, less evolved than that. Uh, pretty much just these guys are bad, and they want to kill the humans. And in this, it's just two kinds of dinosaurs at each other's throats. I think... The only motivation I can think of, because we don't, they start off just saying, more weapons to fight the dino saucers. It's like, well, why? Why are you finding them? And we're just, we're, we're we don't like them. <laughs> well, I think it's that they want to eat them and they're not okay with that. Like, it's like if we just had cannibals in society, we would be at odds with them, wouldn't we? Yes. Travis, what's your platform on yes, this? Um, yes. What's your platform? Yes. My platform is yes, yes, yes to cannibalism. No, like if no, we no, no, yeah, no. if we had cannibals we, that we would ask them to separate probably from the rest of society. Like you guys can eat each other. So I think that's the only thing that they have. I mean, I'm assuming because we never see them eat each other, but that's the only difference between one side and the other. Now, could cannibals not eat other cannibals though? No, they totally could. Yeah, they would just. But it's who's going to cannibalize first? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to cannibalize first? That's what you should be That's, concerned about. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you eat somebody else and then you get eaten, it doesn't unmake you a cannibal, uncannibalize you. Their plot, which is so um, very much, they totally stole from Dino Riders with the whole like shooting special high tech collars onto these real dinosaurs. For mind control, yeah. Yeah, that they're, because they, you know, they get into this valley of dinosaurs that. It's really, they take all the majesty away from it because it's like, well, you already have dinosaurs from space. So big fucking deal that we find out there's a place on the earth where there are still dinosaurs. Yeah, this like, is small fries. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, we already have <laughs> dino men that are talking and flying spaceships. Who cares? But they're going to enslave these dinosaurs. And that, what is it about dinosaurs that that is everybody's go-to when there are dinosaurs in the equation? This happened on G.I. Joe, another yeah. dinosaurs episode. This is, <laughs> the whole conceit behind dino riders is enslaving dinosaurs. Jurassic Park is kind of there, you know, at this point with Jurassic World and everything. Why is that, why do we think they're so useful? I think an elephant would be just as useful. Yeah. Just sure. mind control the, I mean... Yeah, it's just weird. It's a, it's a power trip, man. It is. Yeah, we're going to conquer the biggest animals to ever be on the planet, I guess is what it is. But they're dinosaurs, too. They can just be dinosaurs. They are dinosaurs. That is, that is weird. I've never made all those connections, it's man. It's weird. I, why do we want to do that so bad? We think of them more than, like, if we had mind control, we could use a lot of animals on the planet right now to do a lot of cool things. Dinosaurs are great and all. The real revolution is the mind control. Yeah. The dinosaurs are kind of small, <laughs> small potatoes. <laughs> right. Let's get the whales in the ocean. Exactly. They could do some shit. They could. Do you do think about if you're like Aquaman, like riding on top of a whale?
I'd like to get back to the kids, Sarah and Paul. Yeah. They're they're <laughs> the, pre- a, the acrobats of the hour. Yeah, they're pretty well drawn. Like they're animated kind of looks kind of anime-ish. Right. Really the show, some of the design is good. Oh, but it's really good. But man. some of the animation is shitty. And like we talked about earlier, I'm not sure if this helped their animation out, but there was definitely some some awkward moments in there of man. just reused animation. Yes. And it was a corny joke in with it. It was just made for horrible viewing. There were, there were a lot of bad. awkward times where it was like, these are things that would have been cut out of a film. Yeah. Like these are the cutting room floor. Like we don't even want to put it on the deleted scenes because yeah. it's not funny. This is not making the features. It feels really awkward. And like the timing of it, that was the major issue. The jokes are not going to be funny. Let's, we all know that. Yeah. We already knew that like a minute into the show. This isn't going to be funny. Even a child would find something else to do during these parts. You the know? child would kind of giggle at first and then feel really awkward. Yeah. It's like after, <laughs> as it keeps going on, because it's like somebody falls into the nest of a pterodactyl that's in a tree for some reason or the bracket. But it the, lasts for 15 seconds. Way too. Yeah. It's like the, the camera just lingers a long time on something you're like are we are you gonna do more oh no we're done okay we're moving on like they were just filling space because nothing happens in this cartoon it feels like it feels like it lasts forever yet it also feels like nothing has ever happened on it a lot happens outside of the cartoon while you're washing dishes (laughs) or you're (laughs) or you're plot you're look you're calling the suicide hotline (laughs) a lot's going no a lot's going on yeah absolutely just not in the the cartoon so these kids sarah and paul I, I'm kind of concerned for them because they seem dysfunctional very they, much they, so. They don't have no home. Well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> Paul is just watching these weird high-tech computers out in our favorite uh, location, the Grand Canyon or the whatever it is that all these cartoons take place in. He's in, like, a cave in this rocky area, and he's looking at weird sci-fi computers that are watching what, you know, it's one of those situations. There must be cameras everywhere because he is seeing what the hidden valley of dinosaurs yeah. where the Tyrannos are. <laughs> He's watching it and there's fast food right by him. And I just felt like sad all of a sudden. I was like, this kid was basically kidnapped by these dinosaurs and lives in a cave. They feed him fast food because- He's never known his parents. He hasn't. And not since he was like five. Yeah. And these dinosaurs are just getting him fast food because that's all he knows to feed himself. They're like, I don't know, kid. We'll go get you a McDonald's. Sure, whatever. And he's just sitting there in front of the computer screen. Latchkeyed up. Totally. It's very representative of of children today. Latchkey seems like such a 90s term. (laughs) Like that's what we called kids in the 90s. This is latchkey kid. (laughs) But like, that's very sad. And then Sarah shows up. What have we here? Looks like old Genghis Rex is busy. Some are doing his thing, which means being bad. Then let's get down there and do something to stop it. And the act, I, I gotta say, I mean, I'll say Paul pretty well acted. Yeah. He's a kid and he sounds like he's played by someone who was very young at the time. Sounds good. Sounds like a real kid. Sarah, maybe she was played by a real kid too. That would explain why it's very stilted acting. <laughs> like she, they're splicing together all these takes to make it sound at all good is what yeah. it sounds like. But she is especially troubling for me. Yeah. Because you, you there's- po- You pointed out this one scene. <laughs> there's this scene where they need to cross a river and the brontosaurus, uh, Bronto Thunder- is apparently the only way they can cross this raging rapid. He doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to lay down in the river. And she, instead of asking him nicely or or, uh, explaining to him why this is a good idea. Yeah, for the better of their group. Or finding another way that Mm -hmm. he's, because he's not going to go along with it. She immediately, before he's really protesting that much too. So it's like she's anticipating that he's going to not want to do it. She turns to him and starts hugging him. 
and kind of rubbing on him in a way that just seems like suggestive. Her and home, all, yeah. Her and talking to him like, oh, wouldn't it be nice if you did this for us? And this is like a twelve-year-old, thirteen-year-old. Yeah, doing little swirlies. This is what happens when a child is in a problematic situation at home. They learn to get things by manipulation, and especially and with that their kind body. Of, exactly that kind of manipulation. That I don't know. It just made me really not comfortable. This is not what a child, any person, should be getting their way on a cartoon for children through sexual interest, let alone someone who's clearly way underage. And it just seemed, just again, made me wonder, like, was she taken from a bad home situation? But why is she living with dinosaurs? Because that's what it seems like is happening. They don't seem to go to school. I'm wondering if their parents even know where they are, where it's like, they're like, I don't know. Our son just got picked up by a dinosaur five years ago. I haven't seen him since. <laughs> what happened to my son? They've just been gymnasts since they were like four years old. <laughs> yeah, these fucking magic rings. What? The dinosaurs should be using these rings for themselves. Yeah. Because they give them magic you know, acrobat powers or whatever. Oh, my God. It's so... Oh, it's so bad. It's, it's, so, it's, a, ripping your it's a very complicatedly off. bad show. I wondered if maybe some of the writers on this show were like expatriates from the Dino Riders crew when Dino Riders got axed, you know, after 13 episodes. Then, Or maybe they just were, didn't like the conditions over there. So they're just like, okay, we're going to go to this show. We're going to relabel it. It's going to be awesome. Like, they're yeah. just, like, refugees from Dino Riders, basically. <laughs> we don't like the conditions over there. You know, the getting fired conditions. Yeah, the, the conditions of no longer getting a paycheck or being allowed in the building. How they changed the locks on it. I don't like that. I'm not into this. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I'm going to leave my next job. If I get fired, it's like, you know what? I can't work under these conditions anymore. Of you not letting me back into my office. Let me in. <laughs> That plant is mine. They're faced with real dinosaurs. Like <laughs> the Allosaurus, the, the main good guy, I guess, Allo, who's an yeah. Allosaurus. He dinovolves. He dinovolves and turns into an Allosaurus and yeah. it looks ridiculous talking and everything. He gets into like this king, the original King Kong had some great, they were actually great for the time, like yeah. battles between King Kong and a dinosaur, but they're very slow. And that's what this looked like. And this is animation. You can do it better. Like there's no question you could do this better. He just gets into like a boxing match or what's supposed to be a boxing match with a mind controlled dinosaur and just sidesteps him. Uh, but they also face off against a Seismosaurus, which is like, apparently at the time, the largest dinosaur ever. Uh, I I feel like, well, because here's the thing. Uh, there's a kid from church. He's a great kid, really smart. He's way into dinosaurs, very precocious. Okay. He always tells me about dinosaurs and things he tells me will directly go against what I learned about dinosaurs as a kid because they're always changing this shit. I've been out of the dinosaur scene for years now. I don't know what brontosauruses are called or what the, how big they were actually supposed to be. A lot of shit has been recalled. Yeah, br yeah Bronto, Bronto does not exist. It never was. That's dinosaur, insane. Right? Yeah. So... It's a young man's game, dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> so when, so I don't know if Seismosaurus, this, this is even accurate uh, anymore. I can just envision you dropping knowledge to him, and he, he's like, oh, co oh come here, come he, here. And he, he shows is, you his posters in his room. And he's totally one of those kids it, that would. It's, it's a brontosaurus with, with the red circle around him and the, and the yeah, slash, the, yeah, ghost, this the Ghostbusters. This is not real. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. That's why I just let him tell me things, because I'm like, he's going to correct me, and I'm going to get defensive, because I was this kid at one point. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay, tell me how it's wrong. It's young man's game it is yeah. it is a young man's game because like it's constantly changing <laughs> the scene is always changing the dino scene it's like the planet scene too the planet scenes well it's also a young man's game well, too, the right? planets are i think most games well, pluto are, has pluto came back now no no i thought you meant the planet scene like like environmentalism i'm like no everybody no, can no, get behind no, no, that no, no, the, yeah pluto uh i haven't heard any new uh, updates no pluto updates okay. on this end of things okay yeah <laughs> but i'm not like a member of the newsletter or anything so i don't know if that makes a difference we need to get you signed up Thank you.
Seismosaurus. Don't know if it's real, but it is like a big threat because they say, hey, that's the biggest dinosaur that's ever lived. Whatever. We'll find out. I don't know if that's true. Never looked it up. Not going to. I would say that they're taking some liberties with this dinosaur because it's purple, which, hey, maybe there were purple dinosaurs. I don't know. But it looks like a person in the face. Yeah. Like it's drawn like if Frankenstein (laughs) was a purple dragon. Yeah. Then that's what this would look like. And his face, like he looks like your stereotypical goon, like dumb goon. That's a strong guy because he looks like he has a little bit of hair on top, too. Yeah. Or he looks like he could be a a ghost monster from uh, Ghostbusters. I would agree to that. Yeah. Yeah. He looks whatever (laughs) he is. It looks like his voice would be the which way did I go? They zoom out. He's wearing a diaper. (laughs) I would be wearing a diaper. Now, that would have made me like him a lot more. <laughs> I would say, but it's like, this is not what dinosaurs look like. We, I, whatever they look like, we don't know, but we know it's not this. Some we can define it that way. You said way. some liberties. I would say a few. <laughs> That's putting it lightly. I would say just a few. Well, because we're also hearing these days that they have like, a lot of them probably had feathers. Yeah. Young man's game. It's a young man's game. I'm, I'm I think it's like, I think to be truly on the cutting edge of dinosaurs, you need to be between the ages of two and eight. That's true. That's like the yeah. bet. That's the sweet spot for dino researchers. <laughs> <laughs> All their research, like they, the way they have to relay it is just, you know. <laughs> they have children in lab coats, yeah. like just reading. I don't know what they would be researching. Like they're just standing in front of pictures that we've taken for them. I love it. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm all for child labor <laughs> if it's in the area of dinos. And that is all I can possibly say about Dino Saucers, episode one. Except for sorry. <laughs> and I've already said that. I'm going to keep saying it. I, this, is, this was harder to watch than Moo Mesa. And that's saying something. That so is. I don't know why I, I'm alternating between really good picks, Silverhawks and Thundar, and really shitty ones. I don't know how you can fuck up dinosaurs from space, but they found a way. Dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> I can safely say that it's unlikely we'll come back to this one. Please don't make me. I, I will try not to. Don't, but if dude. we're running low. If, no, no, no. If we're running low, you grab my just hand go back to and you lead me to Dino Rider's way, if anything. Well, I would say yes. Let's come back to Dino Rider's before we come back to this. Please. If we need some dinos, there are other better I mean, sources. I mean, when I knocked on your door today, I almost drug you out and beat you I, in your you street. Did, you almost put a beat down on me to like defame me in front of my neighbors. I almost pulled you through your screen door <laughs> and pummeled you in your front yard, man. Man, there's nothing you could do to me that would make me feel worse than how I feel about myself after watching this cartoon. Good. <laughs> I want to know who was on the show. Cast. 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 <laughs> and it's about the set. Sale. I'm wondering if and when that will ever become tiring for us. We're not that deep into it yet. I'm good with it, bro. Oh, cool. I'm good to die like this. Wow. This is a dark day for Days Past Doom Guest. <laughs> so we're talking about the cast here really quick, and I don't have a whole lot to share. You're like janitor, 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 janitor. 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 I, I said to you before, I would probably believe that these were all temp tracks for the character voices that were just done by interns on the show that they meant to fill in later and they never got enough money for it. So a temp track is, is just like a rough storyboard? It's like a guide. It would be a, a guide vocal, basically. So it's like, hey, this isn't how it's going to sound, but this is just so we can get the timing down and the gotcha. basic idea of how the lines play off of each other. Gotcha. Yeah. So it'd just be like a fill-in, like, hey, that guy can't be here today. We'll have him do the temp track or whatever. Or don't know if I can get this actor to do exactly how I want, so I'm going to already read it off so that I can get the timing down so that I can show them something to split give them. Split the diff, Pete, repeat. Uh, split the Pete, deep the read. 
you know. You show me two things and I'm like running I with know. it. Yes. Yeah. It's teaching a child probably about dinosaurs. Like they can only repeat what you've told them in certain iterations. At the gas station, I'll just drop this knowledge on people. <laughs> so voice cast for dinosaurs. There's not a lot to share. It is all Canadian actors because uh, it's Deke. And so that means that we've met a lot of these people before. A lot of them hello. were on the same. Hello, it's me. <laughs> they, uh, the show that shows up over and over again would be C.O.P.S. Cops. 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 No particular characters to point out for these people. Uh-huh. But four of them, I think, were on Cops. And two of them played characters on the Marvel Superheroes 1960s show that we watched. The Avengers cartoons that we saw? Yeah. Or the Captain America cartoons that we saw? You, you mean the Captain America books? Yeah, yeah the comic books that <laughs> the comic were, books. had people talking over them? <laughs> yeah, those? Yeah. Aloe and Quackpot were played by Lynn Carlson, who played Quicksilver on those. Dimitro was played by Chris Wiggins, who was Thor and Hawkeye on Marvel Superheroes. And then you had Bronto Thunder, who was played by... <laughs> that you're, like, you're like, actually, Bronto Thunder. He was played by him. the original Bronto Thunder, mm-hmm. who was one an, an early DJ. <laughs> Uh, actually, he sounds more like an or like a independent wrestler. He like it wouldn't be accepted by WCW or whatever. All right, yeah, uh, Martin Goldhar, weird name, but he was various characters on Cops. And Genghis Rex was played by Dan Hennessy, also a Cops player. Better check your watch, because it's time for Travis's Tooncast Toy Corner. <laughs> oh, sorry. I you, fell asleep for a second. We both wake up. Yeah. <laughs> it's been recording for hours. No doubt. All right, Will. So let's start off with a little a little info. Yeah. If you will, man. A little knowledge. Yeah. Here. A little interesting toy stuff going on so here. So trying to find these toys was really hard. And I'll oh, tell you why. poor baby. It was really hard, man. Yeah. I yeah. had, to, had to stay up, you know. Yeah. I'll get you a medal. Night. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> a toy medal. <laughs> um, so in the 80s, when this tune was released. 87. They had plans on producing 16 types of action figures, wow. spaceships, and even a play set. Um, kind of presumptuous. Yeah, right? This yeah. never came to fruition because the cartoon sucked a little bit. Yeah, little bit. I think a lot of bit. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so these toys were never released in North America or Europe. So to recoup some of their dough, um, they decided to sell off the work they you know they produced into the line mm-hmm. to Glasslight, a Brazil toy company Mm -hmm. glasslight would later produce five of the eight prototypes okay that uh galoob wind up selling to them so basically it's like they sold them uh, not necessarily just molds but they had characters mocked up and then like they had molds for them and everything and and boxes and they said okay you can have the rights to use these for however you want Mm -hmm. okay that being said glasslight's only produced um Five out of eight. Because even they recognized that the show sucks. <laughs> the they're like, you know what? These toys, even when they're not associated with the show, we know they're with the show and right. they suck. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, the toys looked okay to me. I think so. Yeah. Um, these are produced in 89 when Dino Saucers hit the television in Brazil. Okay. Yes. Okay. And so that being said, these are rare. Uh, yeah. Just a little bit. A little rare. And as you can look through your notes there, mm-hmm. I've <laughs> the first one we're going to pull up is the, is the Genghis. Genghis. Rex, yes. the red, blood red, uh, Daisy Dukes wearing dinosaur leader, it seems like, of the Tyrannos. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as far as I can tell on eBay here, this uh, Genghis Rex is actually one of those glass light. toys. Yeah. yeah, one of those glass light Brazil sure. toys. For sure. Yes, sir. Extremely rare. Um, it is not, does not come in a box. 
it is just the Genghis with a with a gun. You will receive no box. Yeah. <laughs> you deserve you don't deserve a box. Man, this toy looks great. I would love to have something like this as a kid. Again, dino humanoids, you can't go wrong, but they did with these. Uh so you're asking how much, right? Yes, sir. All right. Uh if it's rare as shit, rare let's as say shit. it does have some scratches on it. Who cares? It's, some, okay. it's rare as shit. All right, all right. Shit's rare these days. $150. <laughs> oh, well, my goose away. No, $450. For as long this. as I don't go over, don't ever say my goose away to me. Dude, I will <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever say it to me. Wow, four hundred dollars for this puppy. Yep. Well, he seems worth it. Mm-hmm. Not. Now that's that's the only one I could find. <laughs> on, okay. On on those, the rest of them are going to be bootleg. Really? Bootleg In what, versions. Like people made them. I believe so, man. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Very strange. A bootleg Striacosaurus. He looks like he's in S&M gear because he's wearing blue leather. He's wearing like a collar yeah. and then blue spiky stuff that covers only part of his body. He's showing a lot of skin. And the ball gag doesn't help either. Oh, I'm, no. kidding. I'm kidding. Jeez. Ah. Jeez. Ah. Okay, but this is bootleg. Yes. Okay. What do you think you get one of these pieces of shit for? $20. Well, you're not too far off. $49, Will. Still, that seems a little high. Yeah, a little Let's bit. Let's see. If, contact them, see if they'll come down off of that one a little bit. <laughs> they also sent you a picture of uh, what the boxes do look like for the... Uh, yeah, the, the box looks good. Really sharp, right? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of too much box. Honestly, I mean, not not for my enjoyment purposes, but just like you're spending a lot of money on this box material. You don't have to box it up that much. Looks good, though. I wish I had looks one of those. fucking great. Yeah, I would put one of these. I would, I would gladly have one of these toys in the studio. I like the toys. I just hated the cartoon. All right, man. So rumor on the streets, this uh-huh. next one is that if you do find one of these Dino Saucers toys from Glasslight, mm-hmm. they're usually out of the box, uh, yeah. and their their guns and weapons are missing all over You know how Brazil is with toys. <laughs> <laughs> can't keep them in the box. They can't, dude. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of people reproduce these toys, and wow. that's the picture you're going to pull up there. How much for these? This is uh, this is going to be five weapons and for Dino Saucers. They're not even painted. They're just plastic, unpainted molds of, <laughs> of guns for toys that were... Basically just released in Brazil yeah. for a bad cartoon. Uh I'm gonna guess like ten no. Uh well I'm ten dollars. No. Okay. No, no. <laughs> Twenty dollars? One hundred. Let me keep going. One hundred thirty. Forty. <laughs> I was 50. pretty much just gonna do that. One hundred and fifty-five yeah. dollars. Five well. unpainted plastic accessories. Baby, <laughs> baby nude uh toys. Yeah, yes. yeah. They do look like they just popped out of an egg or something. Mm-hmm, wow. Mm-hmm. And that's it for this. Piece of That's shit. all it deserved. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry that we're we're trying to find some positivity here. I mean, it was occasionally funny on on not on purpose, I think. They didn't they weren't being funny when they were trying to be funny. Right. I can say that. Uh, so I, w- I wish so badly. That's p- why this hurts so much. This should have been good. I wanted it to be good. It was not good. <laughs> Don't do this to good. me again. I don't know if our friendship can survive this. I think it can. Okay, okay, it can take can. another but couple. Just don't do it. Just it can probably it, take another Moo Mesa, but maybe not another Dinosaucers. Yeah, it can't do a Moo Mesa and this within like a month. Range. So we're gonna be we're gonna be covering when they crossed over the two shows. The yeah. Dino, Dinosaucers okay. of Moo no, Mesa. I'll do that. <laughs> that would probably be pretty good. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us on this edition of the Days Past Tooncast. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can follow us on Twitter at dptooncast. You can email us, dptooncast at gmail.com. And you can go follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash dptooncast. Hmm. 
Be sure to check out our music video on YouTube. It's a parody mashup of 1992's X-Men animated series theme. Mixed up with Sir Mix-A-Lot's Baby Got Back. Search Days Past Tooncast on YouTube. It's called X-Men Attack. Uh, double up. Uh, uh, uh. thanks again guys we'll see you next time and until then i'm will and i'm signing off with oh what tutor my duder don't make me watch the show again dude tutor my duder Play that music again. No saucers. Ba 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 ba. No saucers. Ah. Was that Eddie Van Halen? Y'all got Eddie Van Halen on that show? Just smoke. Just smoke billowing around him as he's playing our shit. No saucers. Ran in that room. It's an endurance test to watch 20 minutes of this shit. Die no saucers. But we'll have to. Mash, eh? saucers. I yelled at him so hard he fell over. Dinosaurs. <laughs> they are so willing to drop that at a um, second's notice. Kind of sounds like whoever did the Crossfire ad theme Fuck song. Yeah. Although, the same singer. Crossfire! Dude, I never had Crossfire. I didn't either. I always wanted to like play it. I went back and watched the, the ad recently. And battle someone in a garage. I know. <laughs> And like fly in on hoverboards, yeah. <laughs> Wear a leather jacket and sunglasses. A red bandana. It's like in a. It's like a post-apocalyptic with, with with no gang affiliation. Just no, a red bandana. No, it's just a, a cool affiliation. Yeah. Patrester. Patrester. Patrude and Travis. Patrester Frevis. <laughs> oh my god.